What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the scorecard, the boxing scorecard, where I ask you to bring your scorecard and an explanation, not just simply your opinion. All right, all right. We had the well-anticipated super middleweight bout last Saturday night. Well-anticipated. These two guys have been talking trash to each other for a couple of years now and finally got to sell it in the ring. Of course, we're talking about Caleb Sweet Hand, Sweet Hands Plant versus David, the Mexican monster, Benavitez. So, starting with the challenger first, Caleb Plant coming in with a record of 22 wins with 13 knockouts. Um, knockout percentage of 54, so half of his fights end in, in, in knockouts, but he's more of a guy that relies on his skills to, to win his fights. Went up against the Mexican monster, Pulling up his stats here. David Benavidez, who is uh, slightly younger. How old is Caleb Plant, actually? David Benavidez is 26 years old. El Bandera Roja. <laughs> um, that's his nickname. Coming in with a record of 20 in his 26 bouts. This guy had 23 knockouts. 85% KO, KO percentage. So the men, me, Mexican monster was uh, was favored in this one. So the outcome was, was exactly how I predicted. David Benavidez won by unanimous decision. However, the way that the fight worked out is not the way that I thought it would uh, in the end. At, sorry, I apologize. At the beginning, the first half of the fight was not what I was, what I was expecting. All right, let's get into the scorecard. So the official scorecard scorecards now the one thing that uh that the that they don't say it was unanimous so at least two of the three judges gave it to benavidez but it doesn't say like sometimes if it's a split decision it doesn't say which judge gave it to which guy anyways so one judge had it 115 and 113 which is the same score i had um another judge had it 116 112 and another had another judge had a wide score of 117 to 111 now this might be a surprise to some people, but my 115 to 113 score was actually for Caleb Plant. And yes, I will explain myself. Um, so let's get right into it. Please put your scorecards in uh, the comment section or whatever comments you got about the fight. Yes, thank you for pulling up my scorecard here. Leave it here for one second as I go through it and explain round for round as I pull the highlights up too. So here, let's just make this clear because... I know a lot of people are going to be going crazy by, by me saying that I thought Caleb Plant won, but let, let's look into the details. First of all, the last, from rounds from rounds 8 to 12, those five rounds, from rounds 8 to 12 was clearly for David Benavidez. All right? 8 to 12 was clearly for Benavidez. So it's really the first seven. If you're going to argue any, any rounds, like my, you know, I had a, I had it for Caelan Plant, so my main difference was was by three rounds. And on box rec is pretty cool because they actually have the scorecards of the fans that uh, that scored the fight. And most the, the majority of fans had it one sixteen to one twelve. Um, again, it doesn't say for which side, but I'm assuming for David Benavides. So even with that said, that's only a one couple rounds difference between for off my scorecard. And here is my explanation. So after I explain the scorecard, then you can go through the rest of the rest of the uh the pictures 
Round one, Plant's jab won that round. Benavidez rarely backs up like that. Plant looked good. So again, Benavidez, is, he's used to coming forward most of the time. It, again, not just not just because you're backing up means you're losing, but if you, there must be a reason why you're backing up when you know you're you have an 85% knockout ratio, and all of a sudden you're the one that's backing up in the fight. So there must be a reason for that. Um, Caleb Plant's jab was working very beautiful in that first round. Round number two also gave the plan to to, Dave, to Caleb Plant. I'll just tell you right now, I gave the first seven rounds. Yeah, the first seven rounds. And I'm going to explain it right now, too, not just my random opinion. And round six was the only round that I that I saw as a close round. Anyways, round two. My notes for round two is Plant, Plant was simply outboxing Benavidez. Simply outboxing him. Now, Benavidez is definitely the harder puncher as we saw towards the, towards near the end of the fight. But at the beginning, in those beginning rounds, I thought Benavidez would be throwing a lot more than he, than he did, but he did not. And so Plant's accuracy and a few combinations. Plant's power might not have been like visibly effective on Benavidez, but he was still throwing, not just throwing, but landing more than Benavidez. Round three, Plant again. Plant clearly winning. Benavidez looks frustrated. Was my note for round three, because again, he, he, usually by round three, he's already putting hands on you, Benavidez. He doesn't waste time, you know, showing what his game plan is. Uh, but I thought Caleb Plant, Stephen Edwards, Caleb Plant's coach, had him very prepared. He was uh, he was boxing, not just not running. He was moving, not running, because he was still landing punches. You can't call someone a runner if they're landing punches on you. So Caleb was landing and moving. Round four. Now I hear round four. Some people are saying round, they gave round four to Benavidez. All right, I, I didn't think so. I My notes for round four is uh, Plant pitching a shutout right now. Yeah, I thought up to this point, Clay, Caleb, Caleb Plant was clearly winning the fight off of his boxing skills. No, he did not hurt David Benavidez in, in, at any point. But I still think he outboxed him up, up up until now. Round five. My notes for specifically for round five was wow, I was not expecting this. Plant clearly winning. Benavidez showing the frustration signs. Yeah, yeah. But at that one time, Benavidez, you know, he does the clear sign when when you're trying to cut someone off and you can't really do it. So they just stand in the middle of the of the of the, of the ring and you know, with their gloves, tell you to give you the motion to come forward. That's kind of, that's that's the the telltale sign to that's the body language sign to say listen it's too hard for me to cut you off so I need you to to stand still so I have a better chance to hit you that's what that means when when you see someone just stand there and put their glove up and give you the motion to come forward <laughs> so yeah round five Benavides was frustrated round six was the first round that I marked as a close round so it could have went either way I gave it to Plant but it could have went either way. My notes for round six was Benavidez landed a few, but not enough to win the round. So this is where he started to pick it up. He started to pick it up in the sixth round. Speaking of David, the, the Mexican monster, picked it up in the sixth round, but I still I still did not think it was enough to give him the round. Round seven. My notes for round seven. Wow, nobody was expecting this. Benavidez looks, look, looks not confident. Stephen Edwards giving perfect instructions. Stephen Edwards, Caleb Plant's coach. Um, I forget the exact details he was giving, but 
he was giving clear, precise, detailed instructions. And um, up until that point, Caleb Plant was was weathering this was uh was doing good, winning. Now this is where things start to turn over again. And at round eight until twelve, you can just go through the picks now. It'll take him long. Uh, round eight. Round eight. My 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 notes for round eight was it's clear. It was a clear for Benavidez round. Plant looked like he did against the Canelo fight, late going rope to rope. Tell guys that some 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 Benavidez made a switch in that seventh round. Instead of um, it was a combination of Benavidez making a switch and Caleb Plant kind of fading, kind of like he did in the Canelo fight. His footwork wasn't as sharp as it was. Instead of doing sharp turns, when he would get to the ropes, instead of doing sharp turns to get back to the center where he got more room to move around, he would just go from run, one rope to the other one. And when you just go from rope to rope, it's easy for your opponent to cut you off because it's just easier. It's an easier angle for them to cut you off at. So that was Caleb Plant's on. That was on Caleb Plant for fading in that eighth round. Uh, nine. Second clear round for Benavidez. The pressure is getting to plant. And these, like again, these were non, not even close to, to, to being close rounds. These were clear Benavidez rounds. Round 10, clear for Benavidez again. Round 11, plant is really slowing down. And I didn't even write any notes for round 12 because it was clear for Benavidez again. So with that being said, seven rounds, the first seven rounds I gave to Caleb Plant. And David Bita, David Benavidez needed a stoppage to win, which he was claiming he was going to do by the sixth round. Uh, Benavidez claimed he was going to do, but it didn't happen. But the, again, round eight, round eight to to um, to twelve was clear for Benavidez. It wasn't a doubt, and so yeah, that was the match there. Now. Let's go through the rankings real quick as the picks keep rolling, as the picks keep rolling. So before the fight, everyone already knew the winner of this one was going to get uh, a shot at uh, at Canelo. Now, this, this is why the weigh-ins kind of throw you off a little bit because you see this picture here. Like, to me, Caleb Plant looks like the bigger fighter in this pick. Benavidez, just in this pick right here, Caleb Plant just looks like he's bigger and stronger. But even on in the ring, Benavidez just his I don't know man. It's something about his presence. He's only maybe an inch taller than than Plant, but for some reason his his whatever word his body presence just looked bigger than uh, than Caleb Plant. Um, so that was the thing, man. And and David Benavidez does not fade late. That was the thing. Caleb Plant was doing good at the beginning, but when he starts to fade, it doesn't look good. And ben David Benavides took full advantage of that. Um, there was a cut over Caleb Plant's eye at some point in time, probably from this left hook right here that's landing right now. That might have been one of them that started the cut. And, uh, yeah, and Benavides was just putting it on him later, later in the rounds. So I'm looking at the – right now I'm looking at the super middleweight – Rankings, 168 pounds. Of course, uh, Canelo Alvarez, still the man up there. Canelo Alvarez is going to be fighting John Ryder in a couple weeks. John Ryder is not a known guy, but he's from the UK, Southpaw. He just beat Daniel Jacobs a couple weeks ago. Daniel Jacobs, obviously, a little bit old, a little bit more washed up, but still a good win for John Ryder. 
a respectable win for John Ryder, and he is a good fighter. So I think he'll give Canelo a test. I'm obviously still picking Canelo, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as, as people think. Back to this fight here, though. Once again, I was saying this years ago, and like Pusha T said, if you know, you know. For those that who know who I'm talking about, I was saying years ago that Benavidez was going to be the guy that I thought, not guaranteed, but that I thought was going to be be able to dethrone Canelo. Everyone thought I was crazy. People said he was too young. People said he get, he he gets hit too much. But I don't know, man. I saw I saw that potential in him, and now I believe it even more. Um, it's going to be a definite. When they say styles make fights, Benavidez's style and Canelo style. It's going to be very interesting to see who is going to make the other person back up. Because um, both these guys, their strength is making their opponent back up. Their strength is not just simply walking. Like The skill of walking you down, basically forcing your opponent to fight going backwards, even though they might not want to, um, that is a skill. Because if you don't have respectable power to, to walk someone down, someone will just stand right there right in front of you. And try to go toe to toe with you and as i said the, the problem with the mexican monster david benavidez his what makes him different from canelo canelo more come canelo will walk you down but canelo's walking you down and throwing the one punch power punches until you eventually slow down benavidez he's walking you down but throwing combinations that's a different story so you know that's uh that type of that type of pressure is different canelo's more of the single punch power until he hurts you and then tries to finish finish you off from there. Benavidez, he's coming with that pressure, effective aggression, you know, right right from the right from the bet. So, with that being said, so hopefully, uh, Canelo takes care of John Ryder in May, I believe it is in May, and then um, and then Benavidez and Canelo hopefully in uh, in uh, early September. Now, if that fight doesn't happen, let's look at the rankings now. We do, in the WBC, the top five. Top five in the WBC is Caitlin Plant was number one. We got Christian Mabilly, who trains out of Montreal. Hopefully, he gets his shot. Eric Bazinian, Ali Akhmedov, Demetrius Andrade, who should be the one up. I, I really hope Demetrius Andre gets his shot. Uh, so, yeah, WBA, they got Caleb Plant as number one. Demetrius Andre is number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to get Andre that shot. We need to get Andre that shot. Christian Mabili, my boy from Montreal, is number five. IBF has Ed, Ed – the only big name I see here is Edgar Bar, Berlanga, who is uh, – him, Edgar Berlanga versus David Benavidez or even Canelo – Berlanga doesn't have the experience. Like I said, this guy is 16 or yeah, 16 or 17 and 17 wins. I think he has 16 like first round knockouts. So even though it's impressive to have that many knockouts in the first round, the only bad thing is that you don't you're not gaining any experience with these fights, only going one round. So if you think about it, in 16 fights, that's you know, he's had four basically. The equivalent of having like uh, uh, um, four four round fights, 
four four round fights. Usually when you start pro, you you start with four a couple of four round fights before you move on to six, eight, ten, twelve. So he's he's already at sixteen fights, but or seventeen fights. I think sixteen of them have came from one first round knockouts. So technically, you know, four times four, he's only had like just a, a little bit over four four round fights. And so I think he still needs a lot more grooming before um, a little, yeah, needs to touch up the skills a little bit more before he decides to turn uh, turn up with the big boys. Um, and WBO, I recognize the name. They got Demetrius Andre as number one. I like to see that. Diego Pacheco, number three. Edgar Barlanga, Zach Parker. So, yeah, man, uh, I think, and that's for Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant can fight one of these guys and, uh, you know, still keep his, keep his, keep his status as a, as a top, top three super middleweight. So I'd go, it's top three, top super middleweights, Canelo, the Mexican monster, Benavidez, and Caleb Plant. And then everybody, everybody else falls in line after that. I guess you can go with Demetrius Andre. Because he definitely passed the eye test before any of these guys. Demetrius Andre, then uh, probably Bar Berlanga. Some of these other guys, I don't recognize their names. So they haven't really done nothing for me to catch, catch their attention yet. Let's keep the picks moving. Keep the picks moving. Um, so, yeah, man, it, it was a great fight. The one thing I like to see is that, uh, you know, they 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 buried the hatchet after the fight and um, showed each other respect. Um, they showed each other respect. So I'm glad they did that because a lot of times, a lot of times um, when there's, you know, when there's a lot of trash talking going on, that's meaningful, not just trash talking to hype up the fight, but when they actually, when two people actually don't like each other, you know, it's still... Sometimes it still spills over after the fight, but I was glad to see that you know they they shook hands, they apologized for the stuff that they said to each other, and, and showed that proper respect. So hopefully they can work with each other in the future as far as you know sparring and helping each other with with other fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my scorecard again. I, I the fight ended the way exactly the way that I predicted it, and I got my receipts too. You can go back to last week's prediction show of Benavidez and Plant and here that I that I that I read that I predicted Benavidez by unanimous decision um even though I didn't score it that way when I actually watched the fight I guess if I would have bet it I still would have won my money but yeah yeah Caleb Plant 115-113 and uh yeah there you have it so this one was a short one today um we got a lot more bangers coming up in the next couple of weeks though um, I know Anthony Joshua is making his return this Saturday. Shakur Stevenson is also coming up in um, in a little bit. Then we got uh, Mr. Garcia and Mr. Tank Davis in late April. So I know I'm missing something in between there too. Um, shout out to the to the coaches. The past couple of weekends, I was able to to certify a few level one and level two boxing coaches in Ontario. So shout out to you guys and girls that took your time to come and uh, and get your certifications. I'm glad to to help out the boxing community in that way, spread the knowledge. And uh, yeah, man, hope you guys build some champions too. Shout out to 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 everyone that did it and took the time 
to uh, build up your boxing knowledge. Hopefully you learned something in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man, there you have it. Cedric Sports, Talk and Fight, the number one boxing YouTube channel out there. You can't catch the show live. You can catch it on any boxing podcast platform. Um, my show is usually on Sundays at 9.30 a.m., but, you know, when boxing commitments come up, you know, they got to take a little bit, little, little bit of priority. So the only time, the only time I would miss a Sunday show is if, is if I'm away for boxing, either teaching a course or coaching at a, at a show or a tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if I don't go live, you can always catch the replay. Like I said, any, any podcast platform. Shout out to Talk and Fight. If you haven't done it yet, make sure you like, press that like button so it can help with the visibility of the show. And tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch me on any social media at Cedric Sports. Check out my YouTube channel, Cedric Sports Training. Talk and fight. Yeah, yeah, the number one boxing YouTube channel. All right, man, I'm out. Peace.